Hey everybody, how's it going? It's been a long time. Sorry, uh, haven't done an episode for a while. Just been busy with life stuff. Um, I have gotten married. I'm sure everybody that listens to this already knows. Um, and just had a lot of busy weekends. Every time I try to record something, I don't have the time. I'm going to have a guest on hopefully here soon. Been trying to get him on for a while. We'll see. Um, this should be a good interview. But right now I'm going to do a uh, my top time can't speak my top 25 movies. Um, I thought a lot about it pretty hard. Um, there's definitely some movies on here that not on here that uh, uh, that would I would say would probably be in here. But I'm pretty happy with it. The ones I could think off like top of my head. Uh, if it's loud, sorry, I have the new Morpheus in the background. I heard it's not very good, but I'm going to check it out. <clears throat> so, oh, let's see. Let me look at this list real quick. The top ten I'm pretty happy with. Um, I would take one movie out. I don't know why I put it as high as it did, um, but uh, RoboCop would be in there. Uh, any of the Indiana Jones movies would be in the top 25. Um, Godfather 2, you'll see the other ones obviously going to be on the list. Um, yeah, just not a, not a lot of action films and stuff, but... I kind of picked these movies based off my favorite movies. Well, obviously I picked them off. Like they, these are my favorite movies. That's what I think of the top 25 movies of all time. Just my top 25. But RoboCop would be in there. Definitely any of the Indiana Jones movies would be in there. So those are just mentions. Um, I'll uh, talk about the movie about uh, while I'm doing the list so I'll go from 25 to 1 and um, once you see 1 everybody that knows me probably knows what it's going to be so uh, 25 start with Tommy Boy I think it's just one of the greatest comedies of all time it was I think it's top 5 it's definitely one of my top comedies of all time it's Great movies. Chris Farley showed how great of an actor he really is, or can be, at times. He did a lot of not great movies, especially towards the end, but he was always funny, always really good. Um, David Spade is a good actor when he's in the right role. Um, like Joe Dirt, he's perfect for, but um, a lot of times he's just a little smartass and smug and stuff, but he did a pretty good job. Um, yeah, just a really good movie, really good story. Rob Lowe, um, great to see him in a movie that was a little bit bigger around the time, considering how good he was still and not doing a ton of big movies. Bo Derrick, that's all you had to say about her, is how good she looked in the movie. and She she is a really good actress. Uh, let's see, Brian Dennehy and Dan Aykroyd's always, he always has these small roles in movies, but he's always really good in 
Let's see. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry if I fade out from time to time. When, like I said, I'm watching Morpheus. Doubt this is going to be very good. Um, 24, Pulp Fiction. That This is definitely a lot of people's favorite, some of their, one of their favorite movies. Um, definitely one of my favorite movies. It was hard. Tarantino's one of my favorite directors, but it's just, Pulp Fiction is such a great film. And I know it'd be a lot higher on other people's list, but this is where it is on mine. I've watched it a bunch of times. It's definitely one of their, uh, Tarantino's best movies. Um, restarted John Tawalta's career. Bruce Willis was cast as perfect. Bing Rains, like, really helped him uh, get in the stratosphere of being a, a main actor, I feel like. Samuel Jackson, that was his, I, it was definitely his breakthrough role, I would think. I know he was in movies before, but that was, like, his breakthrough, and that's what everyone kind of labels him as, is that. Uh, Uma Thurman, another one of those, showed she could be a great actress in the right movie. Um, I don't, she's good at times. Kill Bill, obviously. Kill Bill is not on this list. That's another one I would have up there. Um, great story, great back and forth. I watched it to where it was like they put it in the order it was supposed to be. It wasn't as good. I like the just going from the beginning to the end to the middle to the, it's a great film. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, 23, Inception. I don't know why I said it like a question. Inception. Uh, I personally feel this is Christopher Nolan's best movie. Uh, like the best made movie. Um, excellent cast. Ellen Page was pretty good in it. Um, Leo was obviously really good in it. Uh, Cillian Murphy, who's always really good in movies. Tom Hardy, great supporting actor in it. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, great in it too. All supporting, like they all did a great job. He was like <clears throat> such great. Like, well, there's a lot of movies where they make like with a lot of great actors, and they just I don't know for some reason they don't translate. They're kind of boring. They're not as good as they could be. This one is one of those that just, I think people are going to go back and like, man, this movie had so many people in it, and they've all had pretty big careers. Uh, definitely special effects at the time was like top notch. I don't think you're beating that movie. I think it's still up there. Still looks great. You still see him doing stuff like it. And I was just watching Doctor Strange the other day, and they are doing the, the buildings folding into each other and stuff, and it's like, it looks just like Inception. No, I think Inception looked better. Um, great movie. One of the greatest movies of all time, I personally believe. Great action, great story, just drama, everything is just perfect about that movie. Um, <clears throat> I will have some horror. I'm definitely, what I'd say, watch more is sci-fi and horror kind of, right? Or I prefer more. Don't always get to watch it, because my wife's not the biggest fan of that stuff. But, um, this movie, let's say it. Excuse me, get a cup. Uh, Blade. 
still one of the best Marvel movies of all time. And it's amazing. It's rated R. Wesley Snipes is in it. This is before his career fell off. He's just absolutely incredible. A badass in the movie. Soundtrack amazing. I was watching it the other day. Special effects are still pretty good on it. It's just and Blade Two's up there too. That's one of my favorite movies. It's like top fifty, I'd say. Blade Three, man, is um, Wesley Snipes is amazing in it. But it's just yeah, um, it's it's good. It's just not great like Blade, the first one. The first one's the best one, especially the part with the where he's burning the fat guy to get information out of him, the fat vampire guy. Uh, Steven Dorff, another one of those, a great actor, he just, not always in the best movies. Um, yeah, just, Blade's just a great comic book, great story, they just translated it so well. They did a very good job on it. Chris Christopherson is amazing, helps move the story along, and I'm not sure who directed the first Blade, but I know it's a great movie. Definitely one of my favorites. Number 21 um, would, I would say, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Um, the first, New Hope, kind of boring to me now. It's still good, though. Return of the Jedi, amazing. Great movie. The new ones, um, not too bad. The, I don't know, they had their moments where they're not very good. Make sure we're recording. Yep, we are recording. Um, Rogue One, I love that. That's my third favorite one. I'd say it's Empire, Jedi, this. And then the new one when they came back. Um, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. I think not only is it the best Star Wars movie, but it's also one of the best movies of all time. Even the special effects back then were amazing, but now it's kind of hokey and corny. But it's just a well-made film, I believe. It's um, the only one of the original trilogy that George Lucas didn't direct. Um, I think that kind of helped it, honestly. I don't. I wouldn't say that he holds it back. I think other people are able able to open it up a little bit more. Um, but George obviously created Star Wars and made this amazing storyline. But yeah, the Empire Strikes Back is the best one. Aside with the Empire, the Rebels are kind of punk sometimes, I feel like. But obviously, the Empire is a bad one, but I just really like Darth Vader. And it's just such a cool storyline and so many cool moments. And the Darth Vader revealing that he's the father to Luke. That's one of the biggest still shockers in cinema history ever. It's hard to get moments like that. And they did a great job. So, yeah, that's definitely, definitely one of my favorite movies. Uh, next one, American History X. First time I got to see this was in school, believe it or not, as a censored version, obviously. Um, I went and watched it on my own after the fact, and it was just like a uh, 
definitely like a groundbreaking, changing movie. One of those movies where you watch it and you feel kind of feel like all my life will never be the same kind of stuff. Because it deals with real issues and deals with real things. And to see somebody who's so far gone in their head and had these terrible thoughts and dislike a group of people, different groups of people so much, and then see him change his life in prison, seeing the other side of it that not all people are bad and his thoughts were wrong just because his father was killed doesn't mean that he needs to be a piece of crap like that. And just to see the whole story unfold and what it ends up to and see him, Edward Norton, change his path and how it ends up just his brother. If you haven't watched the movie, then this is on you. This is a spoiler. But his brother ended up getting killed at the end, even though he tries to straight set his uh, life straight. And it just, just, uh, just shows the consequences always come later. Karma always gets you later. But great movie. Just great, super sad movie, but just a great, well-made movie. Um, Number 19, Back to the Future. Um, any one of the Back to the Futures? I would, I would just group all of the Back to the Futures in right here. Like I, that's what I would have done with um, Indiana Jones, too. Is I just group them all together. I wouldn't do that with Star Wars, though, because I just like Empire so much. But the first Back to the Future is clearly the best one, my favorite one. The second one is still cool. I know it's a little corny. Third one's corny, but it's still cool. It's still entertaining. The second one I love because they show the... Um, right? Or no, it's the end of the first one where they show the black two to pick up. But that's my dream vehicle. Um, just a great story. Has Doc, the doctor. My dog's name is Doc. Um, Christopher Lloyd just plays an amazing job in it. Michael J. Fox. His breakthrough role, aside from Family Ties, um, but as far as showing him as a big time actor, he still was a great actor. Even so, he couldn't act as much. Like he, I saw him as something a while back, and he did a good job. And he's playing some of Parkinson's, but he did a great job. And wish he could have had a longer career doing movies. He'd been doing like family movies and stuff. I feel like. But he was a really good, really good actor, I feel like. Um, the whole uh, time travel, it's to see it on that scale and see what they do with it and different characters and Biff and just a great movie. The cartoon show was amazing back in the 90s. That was one of my favorite things as a kid is the cartoon show. Um, I think that what was it like the late nineties. I want to say I was really into that show, but the the movie I loved too. That was my first. Yeah, that was my first DVD, and I bought the whole set. Um, and I still have the set, and it was like I think two thousand one, two thousand two. It just got a PS two, and I got the three disc set. And now they have it to where it's got like the parts of Eric Stoltz in it and I wanted to get that but I spent 40 bucks on the set like forever ago and I think now you can get it for like 10 bucks for all three movies or something but amazing 
amazing movies if you've never seen them. They're just a great trilogy. Um, solid. The first one is by far the best one. Don't get me wrong. I think one of the best movies of all time. Super entertaining. But the other two are great too. Nice. Let's move on to number 18. Um, Django Unchained. <clears throat> to me, I think this is uh, Tarantino's best movie. I know he worked the hardest at Kill Bill is what he said, but Django I think is his best made movie. It was cool because he brought in some modern music. He brought in, um, I forget how to say his name. I think it's Eno Masuyano brought in his soundtrack still. He does do a lot of, like, he uses parts from, copies parts from movies and stuff. I know that, but I think this is one of his more original ideas. Um, it's been done before, Gunslinger, but you didn't see a lot of um, a lot of Gunslinger black people in movies back then, and they had them, but usually this isn't a role that would would have went back then. The the biggest country uh, western movie at the time would probably wouldn't have featured a black guy, so. It was cool for me to see it because I love that genre and I love spaghetti westerns. Love the genre and how he makes movies and see him make it and was like, oh, imagine if you had it made this movie like that back then instead of Clint Eastwood, it was like Sidney Poitier or something, so, somebody like that, somebody big. Imagine what that could have been. I don't think it probably been as good because there's not a lot of people I could were as good as Clint Eastwood, especially that well, that was role was made for him. The Fistful of Dollars trilogy. Um, Jamie Foxx is amazing role. Christopher Waltz is amazing. He plays such a good job. It's crazy to see him go from Glorious Bastards to Django, and he's like the worst kind of person to like, like such a good. Well, not a he's not a good person. He's killing people, but. He, he means well and see how good of a job he does in that and such a great such a great movie so many great parts so many great lines um, like I said well-made movie I love that style I don't see why like it, it's not broken why fix it kind of style like I think like I said I think this is one of Tarantino's more original movies he's just doing a genre but it's a new story but just the way he filmed it is just it's amazing. It's just great, 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 great movie. Um, this is one of the movies I would probably knock off the top 25. I don't know why I'd put it so high. It's a great movie still. <clears throat> I don't watch it all the time. I do like it a lot, though. Bronson, number 17. Uh, so this is number 17 movie is Bronson with um, Tom Hardy. I just said his name earlier. The director from Dry did it. I forget his name. I think he's German. I guess he's got a German name. Um, pretty good director, though. Uh, I would switch Robocop into this. Or one of the Indiana Jones movies. The next movie, too, I'd switch out to. After this, uh, the list is exactly what I'd, I'd want it to be. 
Um, I would still put this in my top 30 movies because it's I, I just love this movie. It's such a great movie. It's about a guy. His name is uh, Michael something, I believe. He is he is like a petty theft, went to prison, and then he becomes one of the most dangerous uh, criminals in the prison system in, uh, in the UK just from fighting people, and he's doing like bare knuckle fighting with people, and the real guy, and the real crazy person. Um, he, there's so many movie moments in this movie that are just out there and crazy, but the soundtrack was really what makes it. And Tom Hardy, take Tom Hardy was made for this movie. Um, I think it still might be his best role that he he's done. It's up there. It's top two, definitely. But he's a great he's a great director or actor. I love him as an actor. It's one of my favorites. Um, this one I would switch out probably with the Indiana Jones movie. Um, Let the right one in. Uh, this is a great movie too. It's a foreign film. I think it is. Oh man. I think it's German. I could be wrong though. I don't. I'm probably wrong about that. But so it's it's dubbed over. Is it dubbed over? I don't. I don't remember. It was, I think it was. So. Um, and so it's about a this girl who's a vampire who's lived lots of years. And I think I don't think they ever explained the story. In this, they did an American version, wasn't as good at all. They just uh, kind of hokey, but like it was well made. Matt Reeves made it, but it was just I don't know. I don't think they need to remake it into an American version. Um, <clears throat> so this girl is obviously bitten by a vampire at some point. She is moves into this this complex. I think it's a flat, I think that's what they call it over there, and she ends up becoming friends with this kid, this other, this boy, who, and they'd say they're probably supposed to be like 12, 13. Well, the, um, she says, I'm here, I'm living here with my dad or whatever, but he only sees her at nighttime. And then he starts to discover that she's a, like what she is. She's like a vampire. And so there's a scene where he's getting bullied by these kids. She ends up killing the kids, but he's in the pool. When they're trying to drown him in the pool, and all he sees, it just like you just see um, like body parts flying around. So you can kind of see her just killing the kids in the background. It's a crazy moment in the movie. It's a great, great movie. Really freaky. Really makes you think. Um, makes uh, another movie I'd mentioned in here. I've only seen it twice, but um, it's, a, it's a great movie. Um, Near Dark had Bill Paxton in it. Uh, he wasn't the main character, but he was one of the main vampires. Catherine Bigelow directed it. Uh, it's like, a, and they had a lot of people from the Terminator and the Alien movies because she had been married to James Cameron, I think around the time or before that, around there, I can't remember. So a lot of the same people are in that are in the Terminator movies and his movies were in this, but like none of the big ones, just. But it's it's a great movie. That's near dark. Hard to find though. Hard to find. Amazon Prime, everything. It's it's really hard to find. I think you gotta pay a good penny to get it on DVD or Blu-ray. But I would recommend that movie too. 
Let the Right One In was on Netflix forever. I believe it's on Pluto TV, which is free. I, I'm pretty sure it's easy to find the the um, foreign version, which uh, that's what I would highly recommend going. Um, so now we're on number 15. I thought it was going to be a long, long episode, but I guess I'm burning through them. Uh, these are exactly, the, everything's ranked, I think, exactly how it should be. These are my top movies. This is, <clears throat> most times these are my go-to movies I want to watch. Um, number 15, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Had so many people, well, I wouldn't say I had so many people, but it was one of, I think it was Johnny Depp's first movie, one of his first movies. I think he was doing 21 Jump Street at the time, but it was the introduction to uh, Robert Anglin's character, Freddy. Everybody knows Freddy. Everybody knows the song, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> he just, he can haunt you in your nightmares and kill you because the parents said that Freddy was touching all the little kids. They ended up uh, killing them, and that's what it comes out to. And, so he's coming back and he's killing their kids off one on one, uh, one by one, in their nightmares. And, uh, Wes Craven is a great director. He had a lot of great movies. He obviously did Scream. He did People Under the Stairs. He did Swamp Thing. He did a lot of other horror movies. Uh, We did a lot of other ones. I'm bad at remembering them right now. But, <clears throat> yeah, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, highly recommend. I would recommend any of the other ones, even the late 90s ones and all that. Late 91 they did. Um, where they're like filming a movie about Freddy Krueger and then he's really coming to life or something. I can't remember the deal. Um, sorry, Morpheus, he just turned to. The vampire guy right now. So watching it. It's not bad so far. It's not great. Kind of reminds me of a, a 90s... 90s action movie. Um, <clears throat> let me look at it. Nightmare on Elm Street. Great movie. Scream is up there too. That's definitely one of my top horror movies. Um gonna move on one of my favorite directors I know these are kind of low but this was my favorite movie when I was younger and then it was because I was just watching it all the time and it was like 16 17 Halloween the original one 1979 or, I think it was 79 oh, <clears throat> introduction of Michael Myers I think it Definitely one of the scariest monster horror characters of all time. Um, I don't know how no one ever gets away from him, but somehow they don't. Jamie Lee Curtis, like her first movie, I believe, uh, did great job. It was such a like like just a 
like a gorilla style, like a documentary kind of style movie. But it was so good. It was like, it's still the best one. The second one I, I liked a lot. I don't like how they, in the new one, they don't acknowledge the second one. The second one I liked a lot. Um, but because John Carpenter made this one, God, it was just, it was crazy good. The soundtrack, the, just the whole story of it was just well laid out. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is just, it's not like now she's like, oh, I'm going to kill Michael Myers, blah, 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 and I'm not afraid of him. It's just like, that one was just like, it, it's like real genuine fear, you see, it feels like, to, just to see her acted out, and the guy that plays Michael Myers and William Shatner mask that they took the eyebrows off and spray painted, and that's all they did. <laughs> it's just so many great moments, and it just definitely... Uh, set the formula for horror movies, how they were going to do it, and no, uh, there's so many movies that they try to do like it and, and come near it, and look how many sequels they've done to this and reboot it, and none of them are close to the first one, except except the second one, um, none of them are close to original 1970s Halloween, I know it's 1970s, people, um, yeah, just such a great, great movie. I still love watching that movie every Halloween. Watched it with Amanda this last time. She wasn't happy about it. She had nightmares. And I was like, come on. But grown, grown lady, but she can't watch anything scary. Great, 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 great movie. Which moves me on to number 13, another John Carpenter film. This is the last John Carpenter film on this list. Um... <clears throat> The Thing, 1982, I believe, with Kurt Russell, John Carpenter directs it. That's a remake of the 19... Oh, man, what did my friend Phil that was on here tell me? Um, I think it was 1940s? 1950s? The original thing? I think it's 1950s. Um, and the, it's okay for what it was back then, but, man, this... This one's still amazing special effects. Uh, story's amazing. Acting's amazing. They're discovering that everybody's like turning into the alien monster things. And it's just. Kurt Russell's just such a badass. Escape from New York is another movie I'd put in my top 50 movies. Probably top 40, 30, something like that. <clears throat> uh. But Kurt Russell just amazing in it. The whole cast in it's great. Wolf and Brailley's in it. And guys got Doug Bader's. Um, David. What is it? I don't think it's David Greer. But the guy. He's been in other John Carpenter movies. But he's he's a great uh, actor too. So many great moments, so many special effects. I still watch that movie pretty often. It is, oh, that's one of my favorite movies to just like rewatch all the time. Maybe should have put it a little bit higher, but I think it was because I just did Halloween. Um, movie after that, this is, I watch this maybe once or twice a year. 
uh, Monsters Inc. Number twelve. Uh, <coughs> is it the only animated one in here? I think it's the only animated one. It's the only Disney one, I think. Yeah, I think it is the only Disney one. Uh, Monsters Inc. is just such a great. Great movie. It's funny. I know it's for kids, but this came out in like 2000, 2001, so I was 15, 16. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what it is about Billy Crystal that he always gets me. Any of his movies, I always usually like him in it. Like Forget Paris is a great movie. If you've never seen that where he's a, a basketball ref and he's getting married to this chick and they're kind of long distance and it goes back and forth. That's a great movie. Uh, John Goodman, who, uh, we'll be talking about him later. Roseanne, he's a great actor, always does a great job. He really gets into his roles. Um, one of the, definitely one of my more favorite actors. I should have mentioned, or no, I'll mention him here later. Um, but yeah, one of my more favorite actors. It just Monsters Inc. is just such a good Disney movie. It just has a little bit of everything. It's funny. It's a little scary. It's like enough for the adults, enough for the kids. It's, just, it's still my favorite Pixar Disney movie that they have. Um, move on to number 11. This is the number one ranked movie on IMDb. I believe it should be. Shawshank Redemption. Great um, great movie, great adaptation from the book. Um, Tim Robbins, it's his best movie of all time. Morgan Freeman, still his best movie of all time. Anybody that's in there, it's probably the best. Just shows how corrupt stuff could be. Why they were so against him, knowing that he proved his innocence. Such a just say this, uh, it's such a beautiful, well-made movie, beautiful, a beautiful story, but just, it just, just to see somebody who was wrong so badly, and, and still try to stay positive, and great movie, super sad, but just, if you've never seen, if you, if you haven't seen that movie, you're living under a rock. I think it's. I would say it's the best movie of all time, honestly. But you know, some people will disagree with me. It's not my favorite movie of all time, but I think I think it's the best movie, best well-made movie of all time. Uh, moving on, I know I didn't speak much on it, but just I don't think I need to. I think it just goes without saying how great that movie is. Um. <coughs> Number 10, I know I'd put this where it's at. Uh, it, and like, maybe it might change from time to time my top 10, but this is definitely where it's at. And I love, love this movie. I've watched it so many times. Tombstone. Uh, Kurt Russell, I was, I had seen that he actually directed it. They used a ghost director on it, and I think it was because. I think they said because he was filming something else at the time that he couldn't direct it. And um, 
because he was acting in the movie too or something. But what a great goody Johnny and guys. What a great, great movie. Had Dennis Quaid, not sorry, Dennis Quaid. Kevin Costner was doing Wyatt Earp. That was supposed to be the bigger movie. This is the movie he left Tombstone because it wasn't the realistic approach. But this was the better movie of the two. Wyatt Earp is good, a little boring, but it's a good movie. This one is badass, ass kicking film. Val Kilmer, one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, he did Heat in this. He was good in Batman. So many things. Lionheart, Ghost of Darkness, just so many great movies. Top Gun. Can't go on enough about him. Um, Kurt Russell, great actor, one of my favorites. Sam Elliott, perfect in this. Bill Paxton, he's a super underrated actor, always really good in movies. Always kind of has a kind of monotone voice, but he just, I don't know, he's just such a great, just such a great job every time he's in movies. Always, in so many good movies, too. Um, yeah, just. Incredible, incredible movie. Um, it's like if James Cameron had directed the uh, Western. This would have been it. Maybe not quite that, but I felt like it kind of would have been a James Cameron movie, but he didn't. Kurt Russell did. And it's a great movie. One of my favorite Westerns. Top five. Uh, one of my favorite movies. It just, if you've never seen Tombstone, I highly recommend it. Um, moving on to number nine, The Godfather, the original one. The second one, and the uh, third one's not one ticket, that's for sure. I don't think it's a one of movies. One and two, I would just put as number nine. That's how good they are, but I'm, if you ask me to choose one, it's number one. Because number one was. The original, they did such a great job. The second one just improved upon things. It just, it just the lateral, it just lateral greatness. And just great as he, both are just great movies. Just as good as the other one. Um, Al Pacino is a baby in this movie. His face. James Conn's young and great actor in this. Um, Okay. Uh, Marlon Brando, one of the greatest actors of all time. There's so many people in it. Diane Keaton. Let's see her. She doesn't even look like the same person anymore. She was so young in it. Uh, Al Pacino either, but one of the greatest movies of all time. You, you, everyone has had to see Godfather. Knows what the Godfather is. Um, yeah, just one of my favorite movies. You just incredible incredible story number eight <clears throat> terminator 2 speaking of james cameron so many times uh this is one of the greatest movies of all time one of the greatest action movies of all time anybody wants to argue with me about it i will because it's just amazing first one's great this one's amazing and after that they've just fallen off they've never been as good they've been good but it just they're always missing something and the second one is just Absolutely incredible. Just, I felt like like it just kind of came out of nowhere. 
Even though this, the first one's amazing, the second one's incredible. It's Schwarzenegger, Edward Furlong in it. Uh, man, how do I not know her name? The chick that plays Sarah Connor. I know her name too because I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. But she's great. She's perfect in this role. She was great in the new Terminator too. Just, just like I said, it's missing something. Um, great movie, just great action film. You've never seen it. One of my favorite ones. When I was younger, I'd watch this in like Independence Day a lot. And uh, so I remember watching this movie at the drive-in when I was a kid. That's how old I am. Uh, yeah, if you've never seen it, go see it. Number seven, Aliens. Directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, great movie. I'd say almost a perfect movie. Great story. Great action. Science on it, Science fiction on it. Just never seen anything like that. And just, oh man, it was... It was uh, seeing that. I think I watched it when I was younger, and then it wasn't until I was like 1920 to where I really appreciated it. Really knew what good movies were and how well made that movie was. That's up there for me. Um, number six this is a guilty pleasure one, but I think a lot of people say that they love this movie too. Grumpy Old Men. With uh, Walter Mandel and um, John Lennon. Lennon? Yeah. Um, a lot of great actors in it. Mick from Rockies in it. I forget his name. He's great in it. Second one I love too. The first one is my favorite. I watch this pretty often. I should have put um, definitely one of my other favorite movies. But it would be somewhere in the top 30. Uh, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles kind of reminds me of this for some reason. But this movie just super funny. Anybody, anytime someone says they um, grumpy old man's one of their favorite movies. I just, I know I'm going to get along with it really well. It's such a great movie. It's super funny. Just seeing the old man just be cranky with each other and just the whole story and it's a good well-made story and comedy and just great movie you've never seen it highly recommend it uh, number five and all these bat these batman trilogies chris Nolan ones and stuff i put in my top 50 or whatever but this is one of my favorite movies the dark knight rises right no, I'm sorry. Not The Dark Knight Rises. I put down The Dark Knight Rises. Um, the Dark Knight. Just The Dark Knight. One with Joker. Um, incredible movie. Christian Bale. We had done our first podcast on this. Christian Bale is Batman. is perfect. Bruce Wayne is perfect. Um, Aaron Eckhart is is a uh, two-face and harvey dent just makes the whole movie it's like the arch of the whole movie this 
backbone of the whole movie, pretty much. Joker's just the the extra on top, just the bonus and amazing. Oh, puts the movie over the top. That's why I think it's the best Batman movies. They made a great Batman movie, and then they had Joker in it. That was an amazing Joker. Even though the new Joker's amazing, this was this was up there. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal replacing Katie Holmes was uh, well needed, much needed because Katie Holmes is very good. And um, Gary Oldman, just one of my favorite actors of all time, did the Dracula movie, just True uh, Romance, Professional, and so many great uh, Fifth Element, so many great characters. One of the best of all time, Gary Oldman. One of my top five actors of all time. I bet you could go back and like, you said this guy and this guy and this guy. And you said 20 different people were your top five. So, I don't know. I just say stuff sometimes, like I'm saying on this podcast. Uh, definitely the best Batman movie of all time. I would argue with anybody about that. Number four. This is more nostalgic to me, but I have gone back and watched a lot. I do watch this movie pretty often still. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Jim Carrey, it is. Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels play ser- like crazy to see them act so stupid and so corny in this movie, and then play serious roles at the same time. It is some of their best roles of all time. Um. Super funny movie, super quotable. I quote it all the time. Um, love both the characters in it. The uh, Farley Brothers, right? Is that the Farley Brothers? The guys that. I got it, I probably got that wrong. They've directed so many movies. The Kingpin, they did this, they did Dumb and Dumber 2, they did Hall Pass. Did they do Tommy Boy? I don't know if they did Tommy Boy. There's something about Mary. I know they did that. Kind of bothering me with their names. Um, so many colonies. Groundhog. No, they didn't do Groundhog. I'm stupid. Uh, it was, uh, what's his name from Ghostbusters? Yeah, one of my favorite movies, one of the funniest movies of all time. I'd say it's the funniest movie of all time. I don't know. It's not the funniest. It's definitely one of the funniest movies of all time. Um, <clears throat> number three, uh, Aliens. Sequel to Alien. This one was directed by James Cameron. This is a perfect sequel. This is... This and Terminator 2 are the perfect sequels. It doesn't get better than this, and they're both directed by the same person. That showed more of the aliens. It proved it on the story. It made the story better. Scorny Weaver really just got more into the role. Or she, I'm sorry, she evolved the role a bit more and got it even better. It's, if you've never seen Aliens, man, you... You are missing. The first one, for some people, it could be a little boring, I know. The second one is just awesome. It is amazing. I went 
handful of years back with my friends to go see it on a classic movie night at the movie theater. It is awesome. Okay, Marcus is kind of dumb now. He's doing like parquet and stuff. Um, parkour. Uh, parquet. Um, and he's out there hitting those little balls with the, the sticks. Um, <laughs> yeah, you... This is like the perfect sequel and it's never been as good. Oh, what is a podcast without Doc doing a run in barking for no reason? Never been as good um, as any of the rest of them. The first one and the second one, top 20, 30 movies of all time ever. For You can't argue about that. Rest of them just fall off. They're just never near as good. Just they're always missing something. They always do something stupid. It's not as good. Even the new Prometheus that Ridley Scott directed and the other alien is it's not as good. Not bad. It's nowhere near what this is. Number two, <clears throat> directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, Sergio Leone. Once upon a time in America. Young, younger Robert De Niro. They had released this movie in American uh, release, chopped it all up, made the story as like a back and forth story, kind of like Pulp Fiction. Started from the beginning, or started from the end to the beginning to the end to like it was kind of jump back and forth. I think it's three and a half to four hours long. Um, incredible, incredible movie. They did the American version. I think they chopped it down to like two hours and something, and it made it stupid. I watched that version. It just, it sucks. It just, it's, the, the acting's not bad. And it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to, it, it's like if you put the Pulp Fiction in the way the story actually should go, it just, it doesn't make the movie special. It doesn't make it good. You know, it's a simple thing, but it just, it's what builds up the movie. You got Robert De Niro, you got James Woods, you got Joe Pesci, you got um, there's other people. The kids in the beginning of the movie are amazing, um, and then it goes into Robert De Niro's characters and them trying to rob the bank and getting killed, and he finds out James Wood betrayed him. And, uh, who else? Is was it William Forsythe? I think it was William Forsythe. He was in it for a little bit. Oh, and a young Jennifer Connelly. She was also this is one of the younger kids. What a start to a movie career. Um, yeah, it's one of the top movies ever made. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. Just clear your schedule because it's a very long movie. But you won't be disappointed if you appreciate great films. And I'm going to end with number one. My number one movie of all time. I watch this movie every day for a year, at least once a day. So multiple times I watch it in a day. Still watch it from time to time. I wouldn't say I'm burned out on it. It just sometimes I just I need to watch it. 
and then sometimes I'm just like, I need to watch something else. I can't just keep watching this one movie. And that movie is Big Lebowski. My favorite movie to quote. It's just perfect to me. It's a Coen Brothers film. They've done a lot of great movies. Uh, it's a comedy, sorts. <laughs> Definitely a comedy. It's funny. It's, it's got its drama. Well acted. John Goodman's amazing. It. Um, Jeff Bridges is amazing as his role of a lifetime. Um, Steve Buscemi. You got the uh, the crazy dude from Fargo in it. Uh, there's just so many parts of this movie, just so funny, so well made. Jackie Treehorn parts. The, uh, Walter John Goodman's character. Flipping out of the coffee shop, yelling about uh, his American rights. I was allowed to drink coffee. He was making a big scene in the coffee shop and make him leave. Um, him freaking out on the kid, saying that he stole the money that they had in the back of the car, and him busting up the Corvette. And it's not even the kid's Corvette, it's actually some guys. He never had the money. They never got the money. It's all premise of the story. Tara Reed's character is just pretty much a hooker. Because she's Lebel the other Lebowski's wife that's just owes a bunch of money, so she's she's done porn and all these different things and um not bad melting Tara Reed, it's just the character in the movie. Uh Jeff Bridges just plays an amazing role. One of the, one of my favorite soundtracks in any movie anytime. Just a wonderfully made movie. Just super smart, super just, just great, just great, great, great movie. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, there there's a lot of ways to watch it. I believe it's on Pluto TV, which is free. It's on Netflix a bunch of times. Even if you got to rent it for a couple bucks, I'm sure you can buy it on DVD. Whatever you have to do for cheap. Um, if you've never seen it, you should watch it. It's a great movie. But I appreciate everybody for listening. I will try to come back with another episode here soon. Say the next uh, week or two. Hopefully I can get an interview lined up. If not, I'm going to do a um, next one. I'm definitely going to focus towards wrestling. See what I... Uh, See what I want to talk about. See if I can get an interview lined up. I like doing those. Um, but uh, I do like talking about stuff that I know also. I know a lot of ums and ahs and definitely saying that a lot. Definitely will probably say definitely a lot more. Um, Morpheus is a, still an okay movie. Not great. <laughs> um, but I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, thanks for having me back. I know it's not a super long episode, but I think it's a good uh, good start off to the season. I think uh, people kind of gauge what I like. And, um, yeah, if you ever want to talk movies with me or Instagram or whatever, just send me messages and send me a list of your favorite movies. I appreciate that. I always like I, it's one of my favorite things to ask people. What's your favorite movie? 
and people like they think about it and some people have one movie you're like oh, i know there's so many or like, i don't watch movies like, everybody watches movies everybody watches tv you've watched a movie at some time so but i appreciate you guys listening i hope you really enjoyed the episode i enjoyed making it sorry to start off a little slow just getting used to it again I haven't done this for a while but i really appreciate you guys really appreciate anybody that listens I hope you guys have a good time, good day, whenever you're listening to this. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye.